1: Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial
2: institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high-interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To
1: learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loans subject to approval. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging
2: listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling because that's all you need to become an Airbnb
1: host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think. And you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, Matt. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. This is not your normal (laughs) how-to-money show. That's right. This is a bestie episode, and we're releasing this one because it is the day before Thanksgiving, and coming up is Black Friday. A sign of weakness for
2: many consumers <laughs> around the nation. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that this episode perfectly pairs for this week. It's an episode that we, where we talked about taking advantage of free stuff. There's so much amazing free things all around us that we failed to take advantage of that we failed to even consider. And so, yeah, I think this is, uh, it was an important episode and it's especially important the week that consumers go the absolute most ape insanity
1: <laughs> yeah. over buying new stuff. Yeah. Hopefully this episode being re-released will sort of act as like a immunization shot for you, right? Like get your, <laughs> get your dose of hearing how you should be taking advantage of free stuff before you're, you go out there and kind of, you might be tempted by those sales, uh, get inoculated now. And the thing is, man, it's not that we're against spending money, right? Like we're, we're not against purchasing things. We just want folks to be mindful, right? And thoughtful about their purchases and to not just spend blindly and kind of get caught up in all the big sales that are going on. All the hype, yeah.
2: I I know there have been a couple things that I've... Considered purchasing Matt, a, a, a new TV. I've told you about this. I've had the same TV since a, I purchased one on a Black Friday like 12 years ago, and the one that you waited in line for. I uh, had, to, had to stick my hand <laughs> on it literally the whole time and wait for it. I think Black Friday's changed are, a little bit since then.
1: Are you on one of those like shopping spree videos where people are like pushing each other over, like knocking down the glass sliding doors? An old lady <laughs> might have knocked me over <laughs> with her cane. I was so mad. It didn't take much to knock you over back then, as well. Right, that's yeah. true. I was I was like a 95 pound
2: <laughs> weakling, but yeah, no, that's uh, still the same TV. I have to this day, and you know what? I've thought about it. I've poured it over in my brain, and they're so cheap. And you know what? I've decided I'm st- going to stick with it. I'm not not going to do year. it. I'm not going to do All it. Right, I'm not going to give in. It's still solid. So more power to you, dude. Now, and and that's not saying I'm not going to buy anything. But gotcha. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to an incredibly small list of of one or two things that I've curated. That okay, if I find a deal on those two things. That's what I am willing to spend my money on. I hear you, dude. Well, do you actually even like turkey? Oh, man. I love turkey. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a shame. Every time Thanksgiving rolls around, I'm always like, why
1: is this the only day of the year we eat turkey? (laughs) It's so good. I mean, specifically, I am a huge fan of smoked turkeys. There's a barbecue place locally, and they smoke a bunch of their turkeys. They are so delicious. It's hard enough to try them out, though, when you smoke them, right? Well, that's the thing. You, you go to somebody that knows what they're doing, and you can get yourself a juicy, delicious, tender smoked turkey. And it's got so much flavor. It's got all that barbecue flavor, but built into the turkey. Yeah. What way can you make turkey better? by making it taste like bacon (laughs) right yeah one year my sister actually put bacon on the outside of the turkey and it was
2: pretty delightful nice Uh, yeah i think i think my favorite way of eating turkey though is fried turkey we did that in front of my house one year and it was awesome just a bunch of friends frying turkeys and we just had like a blast and it just like locks in the flavor the skin is a little crispy there's just nothing better than turkey (laughs) anyway you fry it up right you're getting me in the mood dude that sounds so good (laughs) awesome yeah well we've got so much to be thankful for too and i think yeah when we when we think of it in light of the fact that we have so much we have so to be thankful for it actually uh, makes black friday seem like a little less of a necessity in our lives
1: yeah yeah dude that's so true i am thankful for for you man In this podcast that we're able to do together. Don't make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's 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 true. I really appreciate our friendship. And I'm also thankful, man, for all of our listeners who just listen to us week in, week out. We could not do this podcast without you, our listener, out there supporting us. So, man, we really appreciate you.
2: Yeah, and always yeah, sharing their wins, reaching out to us via email, sharing stuff in the Facebook group, all that stuff. That just energizes us to continue to create the show, and we love doing it. And Matt, one more thing we have to mention. Actually, the Day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, we're going to be in New York City because we're creating a podcast episode up there the uh, the following day, which will be really fun. And for our listeners who live in the New York City area, uh, we're going to try to have a beer hang. So make sure you follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash howtomoneypod. And we'll also post something on our Instagram page as well. So yeah, if you are in New York, if you don't want to shop and you actually prefer to hang out and have a beer <laughs> with some money-saving dudes instead, well, we'd love to see you. And without further ado, let's get to that bestie episode where we talked about free stuff. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're discussing how to take advantage of free stuff.
1: Joel, man, it is almost Christmas. What are your plans for, for the holidays? Yeah, buddy. Christmas time. I'm stoked. Christmas is
2: always so much fun. And our plans are really to hang out around the house. And we'll see some family, see some friends. There's already been a lot of that. I think what I love about Christmas time the most is there's
1: so many parties to go to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is partly why you and I both sound a little hoarse. We might have been making a little too <laughs> merry, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, and those actually, we were at the same three parties uh, last week, which sounds kind of ridiculous because I, I mean, we do have lives outside of our own relationship. Should we, should we uh, <laughs> find some other friends or something like that? I don't Gosh, know. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you got something you're excited to to get for Christmas, like a gift? So I don't really have like a long list of gifts. You make right? a Christmas list like a <laughs>
2: like when you're ten. I sent it to Santa. It was super thick. Uh, we'll see what I get. No, I mean really, my philosophy for asking for presents for christmas i mean well first off there's not much i need there's not much i ask for (laughs) but my mom like texts me eight times like seriously what do you want for christmas (laughs) and so i feel like i have to provide her something and yeah uh, that sounds familiar (laughs) (laughs) so i just always ask for something that i wouldn't buy myself but that i would like to have and usually that's like a soccer jersey or some sort of yeah atlanta united paraphernalia so that's right hoping to get hoping to get a, a jersey this this christmas
1: Yeah, for me, I'm actually thinking of do you have an e-reader, like something that you read digitally with? Or do you just stick with paper books? No, paper books or articles on my phone or whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. I actually mentioned uh, something to Kate kind of offhand. And I hope she heard me (laughs) (laughs) and shared it with maybe a family member because I don't think she was planning to get it for me. But an e-reader or like a Kindle? Do you have an e-reader? I don't, no, I don't. You I'm just, not. I'm not really into that. I read stuff on my phone sometimes, just articles.
2: But other than that, I'm reading paper books. Right. I, I just never got into reading something on a screen. I feel like I'm in front of the screen too much
1: anyway. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's why it's different is because they use the e ink. Yeah. And I've seen it in person. And every time I see it, it kind of blows me away because it's not an actual you know, LED screen. It's a E ink screen. It's kind of magic. It reminds me of Harry Potter with the map. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, Harry Potter lore you know, but there's a special map and the ink moves on the paper. Oh, yeah. I've seen the movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just haven't read those books, although I'd love, love yes. to at some point. Can't wait till my daughter like grows up and she's got to read them. And, I and read you them have them. to. You're forced to read them to her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have hopes that that'll be the same for me. But yeah, just reading more stuff digitally. And I'm, I've been reading more PDFs lately. And I would love just to have just a little e-reader, like something basic, but just to be able to either read a study or just a a book. Again, like you said, it's something that I wouldn't normally get for myself. But if I think through it, I'm like, this would make my life awesome. Well, (laughs) not really, but but I would really love it, right? Yeah, I'll make sure to send a link to this episode to your mom just so she knows. Wink, wink. (laughs) But yeah, man, on that note, you said you're not a huge Christmas list kind of guy, how do you, how do you guys do gifts for for other folks? Like do you have folks make the Amazon wish list or do you kind of leave it open and you're just like, "All right, whatever you want to get get me, you know, you can get it for me, whatever."
2: Yeah, so honestly, we don't really give many gifts to each other in our family. We've kind of button that down over the years. And and so so really, you know, my parents will get me usually one thing and uh, siblings will give a little couple gift, which is usually just a gift card to a local restaurant or something like that or, or a little experience in That's town right. that we know that they love. But other than that, there's not a whole lot of gift giving uh, on our side. And two, I honestly don't really like to get lists from other people to to buy off of i really yeah, like you're a little more loosey-goosey kind of guy i so. want to be in, <laughs> i want to be inspired and i want to get somebody something that i know they'll love that they didn't even ask for that's kind of my goal in christmas gift giving i don't always succeed but it's totally it's totally my goal and so uh, this christmas emily and i actually decided not to get each other anything and what we're doing is we've actually we got a hotel room uh just a, yeah you did <laughs> in athens uh, georgia which is about an hour and a half away from us and they've got like just a lot
1: of cool stuff going on in Athens. So you know, that's yeah, gonna- a great town, man. It's my alma mater. Yeah, so, I know. I was actually joking about that because I saw you post that on Twitter. Something about, a, I think it was with Priceline. You're upset that they kind of did a bait and switch. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. And I was thinking, why the heck is he booking a stay in Athens, Georgia? Home of Creature Comforts, yes. Beer without me, your co-host. I was, I was a little angry. Sorry, buddy. It's well, like, it's okay. Good beer, good disc <laughs> golf in
2: Athens, but I'm only taking my wife, not you. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm excited about that. That should be fun. And by the way, I just to tell people. So yeah, there was this. I'm not gonna like bash Priceline here. There's no reason, but there was kind of a little bait and switch. And I feel like if every other website could get it right, Priceline, who is the big dog and has all the technology in the world to make sure they have the most accurate price reflected currently they, they just didn't right um and I, I didn't really like that how you click through the little website and then it says oh wait actually the price is forty dollars more when every other website seemed to have the accurate price represented were they the cheapest ones when they, they had their own comparison yeah oh, by okay. far yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seems a little dirty exactly and so i ended up calling the hotel myself and I said, hey, these online retailers have a better price for a hotel room stay than you guys have on your site, and I'd rather the money go into your pockets and not a percentage to one of these third-party hotel sites. Um, you know, what's the best rate you can offer me? Yeah. And they still had a Cyber Monday discount going on, like a couple weeks later. Nice. <laughs> 50% off rooms. Whoa. So I got That's like huge, the sickest deal at this hotel. That was way cheaper than even like a crummy Airbnb. And it's a really cool looking hotel. So I'm excited about that. Nice, man. That's awesome. So sometimes, you know, it's worth calling the hotel, calling the place, uh, you know, before you end up booking online, just to see if they can match or exceed, or maybe they've got, you know, promotion that's not published somewhere on their site that you're not even seeing. Because I was like looking on their site and looking at the dates and didn't see it anywhere. So it was awesome. Really nice just to call up and ask. (laughs) And like we had that one episode about asking for a discount, man, it never hurts. Just got to ask. Just to ask. Sometimes you get.
1: Consumer tip.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, as we, uh, right before we get into this beer, Matt, we have to relish our victory, our Atlanta United winning the MLS Cup. Our beloved MLS soccer team. It's a beautiful thing. We were both there. Oh, my gosh. Super pumped to yeah. be there. And uh, a 2 nothing victory over the Portland Timbers. It was so much fun. There were over 73,000 people. Our town came to life. And just so exciting for Atlanta, who hasn't won a championship in Since decades. 1995. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: the Atlanta Braves, man. When we were wee tots. Dude, seriously. Yeah, we were super young. Do you rem- you remember, I assume? Oh, of course oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not to spend too much time talking about soccer, but for our club to only be 2 years old and then to man, just to walk away with it like like we did makes me makes me so happy. But there's also a beer reason I had to mention that. So, yes. our friend Dale is a
2: Portland Timbers fan, came down to Atlanta for the match from Portland. From Portland and cool dude brought us beer for the podcast. Yeah. So
1: what's really cool is that it was after the match, the next day that he came by and dropped the beer off to you. So extra props uh, to him for losing and then actually following through and, and bringing the beer. It wasn't a bet or anything, but he just was being kind. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah. I gave him some, some local <laughs> beers too, just to you know say thank you. And man, just, I love
2: beer trading yeah. and I love, love, love getting to see other people try some of the stuff that I love so much. Yes. So, so Dale brought us block 15 brewing company, sticky hands, ipa so that's what matt and i are going to be drinking on the show today yeah man so you just poured this and uh cheers cheers buddy <laughs> all right we're going to try this again matt because last week we both gave one word just an initial response to the beer i'm going to let you try it again because last week you picked a really weird word what's your one word descriptor for this beer you didn't like my word from last week jacket it was just odd <laughs> so if people want to know why matt referred to the beer his one <laughs> his one descriptive word that he could use was jacket go back and listen to last week's episode. Uh so
1: can my one word be tears? <laughs> I guess it can <laughs> because I can't help but drink this Portland beer and not think of <laughs> Dale's tears. Dale's, sorry, sorry buddy. Dale's salty tears <laughs> dropping in there. Yeah, that's that's not a good descriptor. You do yours and then I'll do mine. All right, so the one descriptive word I would use for this beer? Floral. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. All right, I'm going to go with resiny oh okay i yeah, like it so if you guys
2: want to hear the full beer review stick around uh, towards the end of the show matt and i will kind of give you our final thoughts on this beer all right matt so on to the topic at hand how to take advantage of free stuff yeah and the reason that we're tackling this topic today is because there are so many free resources available to people but we're so used to consumption and just easy consumption especially on a subscription basis we don't even think to take advantage of these free resources that are available to us
1: yeah, man, you know, our uh, culture and honestly, our technology, even, it kind of steers us in the direction to spend money. And so, chances are, you know, we're not taking advantage and we are overspending because sometimes we just haven't given it enough thought. And hopefully, these resources will allow you to be smarter. It'll help you to save money. And, you know, honestly, it might even make you money. Overall, it'll just make your life better. Yeah, man, there are a lot of free resources, some of which are just going to be kind of like, duh, I know that.
2: But then I think we're going to dive a little bit deeper into those resources too, because everyone knows about the library, right? But then it turns out the library has just a lot more resources than you thought they did. Libraries have even gotten with the 21st century. And there are a lot of resources that the library offers that you probably don't know about. Or if you do,
1: maybe you forgot about them. You're not taking advantage of them. Yeah, man. And the thing is still I want to mention is that with it being the holiday or the Christmas season, we're not saying that you shouldn't spend money, especially on others, right? Obviously, make sure hopefully you've budgeted to, to spend on others. But we're hoping this is something that you'll be able to take uh, into your own life personally, kind of once the new year rolls around and you're back to your typical usual spending and you kind of fall back into your regular habits. It's always tough to start new diets, new uh, disciplines (laughs) around the Christmas season. But uh, again, this is something that we're kind of mentioning as you're looking forward into the new year. Yeah. And creating a goal to use more of the free resources at your disposal, as opposed
2: to consuming and spending money on entertainment. I feel like there's a lot of good stuff in here, Matt, that we're going to get to that kind of will help you accomplish that goal, like really make it easy for you to think about things a little bit differently and start implementing the use of these resources into your life.
1: That's right, man. We're going to get to those examples right after this break. Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about getting your books together with, uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of, but it can really come up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25 and one. That's right. Yeah, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have
2: upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. There's a lot of power in the
1: simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped, I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids, that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is
2: state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust
1: and Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting TrustandWill.com/how-to-money. That's 10% off and free shipping at TrustandWill.com/how-to-money. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big?
2: Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money
1: doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry, Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started.
2: Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, Matt, we already mentioned libraries kind of at the top of the show. And libraries are the first example we want to give here. Obviously, (laughs) there are books at libraries, right? That's the main reason people go to libraries. I was just there on Saturday with my girls. It was super fun because... We could kill an hour hanging out at the library looking for
1: books. Well, you were there on Saturday. Yeah, they had a book sale at our. Yeah, library. Yeah, yeah, it was Friends of the Library Day. Yeah, <laughs> so it was <laughs> how come, like, how come I didn't know you were there? I don't know. I didn't see you. Well, I wasn't there personally. I oh. was. I was taking a nap. Well, I didn't see your family either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the in-laws were in town, and they took the big girls out for a little get out of the house while it was raining kind of kind of deal. Yeah, and uh, library is like the perfect rainy day
2: activity. First yep. off, right? So yeah, so there was the library sale. All books were a dollar or two dollars which was cool. We didn't buy anything, but we perused. And then also, we looked around for books to bring home. You can check up, I asked Emily this because I didn't know, 50 books at a time you can have out at the library. (laughs) And honestly, we don't come close to that. That's (laughs) it? But we, I (laughs) swear we've got like 15 books at a time because we circle through them, kids books mostly, right? Right. We're circling through these books all the time at night. And then we just like sat in the corner and read books for a while too it's just it's super fun to read in a different space with the girls and just like all these books that they can go and choose from and pull off the shelf so everybody knows that your local library has books but maybe you forgot or maybe you've just gotten used to hitting the click button and buying books off of amazon because it's easy right but It turns out that that a $15 book or a $20 book, man, that that gets expensive over time. So get on the waiting list. Emily does this all the time. She reads a lot more than I do. And so she'll be on the waiting list for a book. She'll be 60th. But you know what? It comes within like three weeks. She's, She's first on the list. And so... I would yeah, encourage you to sign up for books that you want at your local library to go check it out and hunt for books that, you're, that, that might interest you. Just use your library for what it's there for. It's like the OG
1: original purpose books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it turns out there's a lot
2: more resources
1: that yeah. the library offers too, right? Well, one of the things I was most excited about, and I've only learned this this past year, man, is that the library has ebooks. You can check out ebooks. You can check out audiobooks which is... I knew that before because I used to be huge in audiobooks. We used to travel a, a good bit and spend a lot of time in the car. And especially before kids, man, putting on a nice audiobook. Kate and I used to love doing that. And this is maybe before we were getting into podcast uh, pretty heavy. But we would throw on an audiobook. And you listen to it for a while, and then you stop for gas, and you talk about it for a little bit, talk about whatever you want, but then kind of fire it back up. used to love audiobooks. But now, ebooks, now that I learned that, I think that might be fueling my desire to want to get a, a kindle yeah matt and so speaking of you know audiobooks and ebooks there are easy apps
2: that you can just log in with your library card info and just sign up and, and you can start borrowing ebooks for free and borrowing audiobooks for free from your library so like instead of getting an audible subscription there are just so many free ebooks and audiobooks that you can get lent to you via apps like overdrive and hoopla and then this the libby app which is yeah. another great one. We'll we'll link to all those apps you know in our show notes, but those are great apps that you can use in order to to get those free uh, ebook and audiobook resources. L- Libby in particular I think has the best selection of just those. And Overdrive and Hoopla actually kind of get, give you more media than just that. Libraries are lending now
1: like TV shows yeah. and movies at the same time. All the media, basically. Yeah. Like, it's not just about libraries because I guess they've realized that people aren't reading as much as they used to, which is too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess their mindset is, may as well get in on it because we're going to have what people are going to consume.
2: Yeah. and But the good thing is, at least on some of the streaming television shows and movies that you can download, there's a lot of educational stuff for kids. It's actually kind of interesting. That's yeah. really good. That would cost you money elsewhere. Yeah, so... So I would definitely recommend it to folks. So if you want to cut one streaming service out of your life, well, maybe Overdrive and Hoopla could kind of fit that bill and give you the additional
1: streaming stuff that you might want for yourself or your kids. Yeah, dude. I am actually super excited to utilize those apps because I want to be able to magically have the a new book appear on my e-reader. And that's assuming I get one. But if I don't, it's okay, folks. Don't worry about it. Dude, this e-reader is like <laughs> your Red rider BB gun. <laughs> I'm having all my hopes set on this thing. Let's do one more plug for libraries. Uh, in addition to media, they've got other things going on too, like fitness classes, or specifically, I know our library has yoga classes and they've got meditation classes, which are awesome. And I think that's just an awesome way to get folks into the library. And I think that's all it really takes for a lot of folks just to kind of be surrounded by the books. And they think, man, it's been forever since I've been in a library. Let me just walk the aisles and see what I can pick up. And before you know it, they're they're reading at home and watching less TV and everybody wins. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, oftentimes, you know, the library has like a litany of events too, like
2: kids story times going on. So you can show up and there's someone that's reading a special book to the kids. There are also instructional resources like lectures and book clubs. Some of these libraries offer stuff like computer classes and job training, resume build out resources, stuff like that. So if you're in need of training in any of those areas, a library can be an awesome place to turn for for some of those instructional resources.
1: And you and I are both lucky enough to be within a, just right at a mile of our local library. So for us, there's just really no excuse when we can throw the girls on the bike, pedal up to the library like a bunch of hippies, and check out some books. <laughs> Fill our paneer bags up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But again, that's the life we want to live. And it, this is going to help you to save money and spend less. So why not take advantage of the resources around you? Yeah.
2: And one other thing when it comes to digital media and television and movie shows and stuff like that. Well, you know what? Your local library probably offers a pretty decent selection of DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that as well. I know our library does. And maybe the streaming library isn't amazing from Overdrive and Hoopla. Maybe you're not going to find quite enough awesome stuff to watch entertainment-wise on those apps. But I think you will find that you know, some of the DVDs actually are quite current. And so you might find something that was released six months ago. That's a really solid movie at the library that you won't be able to find on Netflix or Hulu. And that's free at your library. So
1: hopefully your library is not rolling with VHS's anymore because that'd be too old school. <laughs> no dog, The hipsters are all about the cassette and VHS rentals. That's enough out of you hipsters. <laughs> all right. That's enough about the library, man. Let's move on to other free resources
2: like nature. I mean, there was an article just a week or two ago in the New York Times, and it talked about how the healthiest cities in America are the ones where almost all of its residents have a public park within a 10-minute walk of where they live. And so it turns out did – you, did you read the article, by the way? Yeah, I did. Okay, so it turns out that the healthiest city in America is – Oh, you're quizzing me. Uh Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> so interestingly enough, 98% what or 99% of the residents of Minneapolis live within 10 minutes walking distance of a park. Yeah. And that is the best indicator essentially of whether citizens are going to be active outside and healthy.
1: Yeah, and what was key about that article too is not it's not just within 10 minutes or it, or that it's just really close, but that specifically it's within a 10-minute walk. Yes. And so the accessibility of that outdoor and natural space was incredibly key for making that just a regular part of your life. Because if, if you could walk to it in 10 minutes, you're going to go. Yeah. But if you have to get in a car and load up and go, even if it's a 10-minute drive away, you're not going to go to it. Really yeah. Or something. if it's just really close by and there's just a massive freeway in between you and said park, you're not going to sprout wings. <laughs> Is this what they're saying? You're not just going to magically hop over there. Because- Dude, just
2: drink some Red Bull. Hop
1: over to the park, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be accessible. But on that note too, man, one of my favorite things are like state parks and national parks even as well, but just being able to take advantage of the beauty that's around you. There's just so much that we have in our country and we just don't think about it enough when it comes to vacationing, I think. A lot of times you think, "Oh, we're going to go to Europe." And at least I know for us personally, that is just not something we're doing as much, especially with our family. Yeah. We've got young girls, we got young kids, and taking advantage of national parks that we can drive to is going to be a huge money saver for us over the, in the coming years because plane tickets are expensive. And you can get a national park pass for a year for pretty cheap. Yeah, for pretty cheap. Or if you know that, okay, there's um, we want to hit up Yosemite later this summer. Okay, well, it's not going to cost that much. you know. I can't imagine if you did a comparison of like, you, like a national park, try to compare that to Disney World for the same amount of time. There'd be no comparison, right? Yeah. I, I bet you could pr- literally add a zero onto the total cost. And it would probably be pretty accurate. What do you think? 500 bucks to go out west and go camping and hiking versus 5,000 maybe if you go to Disney World? Probably. Yeah, seriously, dude. It's got to be like a factor of 10 like that. Disney
2: costs over $100 a day per person now. That adds up real quick if you want to take your family for a week. So we're talking about free stuff on this episode, right? And national parks typically cost money. So we got to put our money where our mouth is. We got to fulfill our obligation to the listener. Tell them about how to get in for free. And it turns out that national parks, there are over 400 of them. They do offer fee-free days on occasion. And so they have a list on their website. And the five days coming up in 2019, which you'll be able to access your National uh, national Park site for free, is January 21st, MLK, uh, April 20th for the first day of National Park Week, August 25th, September 28th, and November 11th for Veterans Day. So uh, check that out. Nice. We'll, we'll uh, put a link to the National Park Service website too so you can see a list of those dates. But it's great playing around that. It never ceases to amaze me the varied topography, the amazing country that we live in. That the national parks are truly a treasure. It, to get to go see you know one or two or three great national parks in your life is is still an amazing thing to do because we have so many of them. But I've, I swear that each one I've been to just blows my mind with with how different it is from the last one and how amazingly
1: diverse our climate is here in the United States. That's right, man. And even even on top of that, aside from state parks, which in Georgia, a lot of them do cost money, but just, I mean, compared to the relative cost of entertainment, right? They're still substantially cheaper. But even in addition to state parks and national parks, there's just a lot of trails locally. There's nature preserves and there's community gardens that you can just take part in and go hiking. And that's, man, we just love doing that with our girls. Yeah. And I think especially like nature preserves, really, there are, at least where we
2: live, there are a lot of them. And so I'm not sure about where you live, if that's the case, but try to find a local nature preserve because those are often free places to go with an awesome playground and a cool nature walk. And you'll get to see some stuff that you don't normally get to see. Uh, we have enjoyed taking the girls on like a Saturday morning to a nature preserve. We can't walk to those, right? It takes a drive, but it's worth it because it's this awesome free day where we get to get outside and go for a little hike together and just kind of explore nature. And the girls always find something interesting under a rock or honestly just find rocks interesting, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) So that's just always, that's always fun. All right, man. So that's nature being outside. Next, let's talk about museums. A lot of museums And we've talked about this actually recently, too. I just remembered. But a lot of museums have free days. Uh, The second Sunday every month for us here in Atlanta is the free day for uh, the high. And, dude, we love hitting up the high. It's a great museum. Yeah. And even aside from that, we just like being on the grounds around the high. It's just so nice. I mean, the grounds themselves are almost a park like unto unto itself. It honestly makes me think of going to Europe. You go to different cities in Europe and they've got chairs kind of scattered all over the cities in public spaces. And they're always full because folks are sitting around enjoying the weather, enjoying the, the landscape, the scenery, wh- whatever it is. And I kind of feel that way when I'm at the high because it's fancy and they've got like really nice European looking chairs. Maybe I don't know. But every time we're hanging out up there, I think to myself, man, this is so nice. Like we don't even need to go inside the museum, but just kind of being up here, seeing the architecture uh, of the of the building itself. And then just letting the girls hang out in the, in the lawn and having a picnic for us. That is I mean, that in and of itself is an activity for the day. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And the cool thing, bringing it back to libraries, oftentimes libraries
2: will have access or free vouchers for you to go visit your local museum. And so oh, yeah, not a museum, but recently our wives took advantage. They went together. They took all the girls free day at the zoo. And so there's this DVD at the, at the library. If you'll rent it and watch the DVD with your kids and bring it back, you get a voucher to take two adults and like five kids to the zoo. And so they did and they had a blast. It was a free entrance to the zoo so maybe your library has something like that lots of libraries lots and lots of libraries offer free access to local museums if you will watch a dvd or check out a book or something like that and so that's kind of cool too or donate plasma uh that's a separate thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think libraries will take your plasma matt (laughs) that's a different kind of library no that's a bank Blood bank. Yeah. <laughs> Our wives are so smart, by the way. I just wanted to mention that. Like, they're always taking taking advantage of the little deals like that, you know? I love that. Yeah, it's all those little things, right?
2: They, they truly do add up. And especially when those resources are so awesome and can provide so much fun and value for your family, like, take advantage of them, right? Um, take advantage of that free zoo day. Take advantage of all those free books and take advantage of those museum right the free days at the museum whatever it is especially you know what i love doing man i love going to washington dc it's one of my favorite cities and the reason is because all those amazing museums (laughs) are freaking free everything's free it's incredible (laughs) like i could spend four days at the national art gallery in dc there's just a never-ending supply of incredible art just to stare at and all of those Smithsonian museums are, are free. So if you're looking for even like a cheap vacation yeah, to take a, with a family or yep. your partner or whatever it is, DC is an awesome place to do it. Because once you get there, after you paid for the the travel in the hotel room, man, so much of your
1: entertainment is just free. And even one of our favorite restaurants here real close by, Homegrown they have this uh, local small kind of folk art gallery in the back and it fits perfectly with a restaurant why do you think it's my favorite breakfast place matt <laughs> it's awesome dude i love and we've that. both purchased art from
2: there right yeah yeah I, I love that place because yeah it's got the little folk art gallery it's also got like a five and dime kind of thrift store in the back so not only do i get the best dang breakfast in town but i also get to peruse some awesome art and just like check out the random thrift store kind of knickknacks they got in the back and sometimes so. there's a guy there on the on the big
1: xylophone playing i don't know this guy You've never been there with the, with the no. guy on the, on the xylophone? No. How I missed him? I don't know. You need to go on the days that I go. I guess so. All right. There's so much
2: culture <laughs> yeah. to your local <laughs> breakfast place sometimes. Well, and another thing, another way to go see local art, if you, especially if you live near an urban center, there's so much good, amazing street art. Uh, so many places. Yes. And there's web resources for you to look up where that street art is. And so that's, that's one of my favorite things is go hit up those places where there's a bunch of free street art and Emily and I will just go for a stroll on date night and just look at all the awesome stuff because there are these amazing murals that are up. I think you mentioned that a couple months ago. Yeah, they're just free and you and they're beautiful. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think I would recommend that to anyone too. That's a great thing to do. You know, we'll just get a beer or get a quick dinner and then go for a stroll and look at the free art. All right, Matt, the next free thing you have to take advantage of is the internet and free information because there's so much out there. And I feel like this is like a duh thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. But let's leave people just a little (laughs) bit further into that because the internet has a lot of free resources for you to take advantage of. And there's a lot you can get hung up on that's not actually helpful and not really, I wouldn't consider it a resource. There's a lot of cat videos and stuff that you just get get stuck, you know, playing and auto-playing videos. And the endless loop of cat
1: videos. That's free, but not helpful. So yeah, let's talk about free resources on the internet that are actually helpful. Well, first, I did want to say that it's something that we totally take advantage of. It's something that we honestly take for granted right because for in our life it's pretty much always been around actually have you did you have an an encyclopedia on your computer at home like the uh encarta microsoft encarta oh totally yeah 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 (laughs) i remember the first we had an apple back in the day i think it was called the grolier encyclopedia but it was such a big deal because before that you had to pay to get a full encyclopedia set and that was sort of the dawn of having information free yeah, Matt, there are a lot
2: of things that like 30 years ago, you would have had to go find a class. If you wanted to learn some sort of information, you would have had to pay and take the time out of your day to go to a specific class with a teacher that had the knowledge you were looking for. But now with the advent of podcasts and professional YouTubers, and there are PhD level folks putting out free information yep. via podcast and YouTube and writing blogs that you can access through Google, it's kind of made that paying for classes for certain things way less important. And I kind of love the democratization of information. I've learned so much about different topics that I honestly never would have had access to. I never would have thought about just some of the topics that I enjoy thinking about. If it weren't for access to free podcasts, free long form lectures on YouTube, just hearing professors and interesting people, modern thinkers, people that are just major influencers in the world, giving away information for free. Whereas, like I said, 30 years ago, it would have been someone teaching at a major academic institution, and you're paying tens of thousands of dollars a year to go to that school to learn from this professor. But now, that's just not the case. And they can reach so many people at one time with podcast, YouTube, and Google.
1: Yeah. I mean, even aside from that, man, how much money have we saved just searching... On YouTube for how to fix something. Like we, I mean, I we've fixed our air conditioning units, we've fixed our water heaters. I've made a repair on my dishwasher before. I fixed a leaking refrigerator. Yeah, dude. There, there's just so many things that again, these are ways that it's able to save us, save us money, keeps us from having to hire uh, someone that's a little more specialized. Obviously, if it's something that's a bigger deal or a bigger project, yeah, we're gonna hire a pro. But when it comes to finding these little fixes to to kind of hold us over, and and even not even hold us over, but to make a legitimate repair. Man, YouTube specifically is an incredible resource. And on that note too, just more organized and more professional classes. So aside from actual free content on YouTube, but you can take online courses as well. There's just free courses at places like Coursera and EdX and Udemy as well. These are classes that you would take on a more academic level, whether it be like at a community college. But some of the instruction uh, and some of the courses that you can get on these websites are offered by legit universities. And not just University of Phoenix, but like bigger actual universities that, that, ha- that have a single campus where they were founded like 200 years ago. <laughs> um, and, and to have that at your fingertips, to have that as an option to try something out for free is just an incredible resource. And yes, a lot of them are set up in a, a sort of model where if you want to take higher level courses and, or even get a, a full degree, you're able to do that. And there might be fees associated with that. You might pay a little bit more. But still, to be able to get your foot in the door and to learn without having to commit and without having to you know pay tuition or enroll and show up at whatever time, you know, 8 a.m. classes. I know those were the worst. <laughs> they were totally the worst. <laughs> For me, I miss so many of my 8 a.m. classes. But to have, again, have these courses online, you get a little curious and you, you kind of are interested in a certain topic to be able to explore that without enrolling formally and sort of disrupting your, your life. It's just so amazing that we had that uh, available to us today. Yeah. And, and some of these classes, Matt, you can take purely for your
2: own edification. I want to learn this skill or I'm just curious, right? Whatever it is that kind of makes you interested or want to enroll in that free online class, like do it. Why not? Yeah. It's free. Check it out. That's, and awesome. that's just amazing to think that things have changed that much you know, since we were born that we almost take for granted now. Um, and, and so, yeah, I would recommend anybody who's looking for just to do it for purely their own benefit or to learn a new skill that they think will be beneficial in their job potentially help them achieve a promotion or you know kind of help benefit them in their career like these resources these free resources can be a
1: benefit to you for lots of reasons yeah man and then so lastly when it comes to just the internet and free information our phone apps we've all got these tiny little computers in our pockets called cell phones and there are now just so many apps that are out there dedicated towards education, whether it be Duolingo. I mean, there's tons of coding apps, like for all ages, but you know, I was specifically looking into it for kids. But then other things like Khan Academy, You know, we've talked recently about limiting the amount of screen time that our kids have and, and not ne- necessarily introducing that to them. But in researching this episode, man, I was kind of curious. And, and you know, I wanted to see what was out there. And there is just so much out there that you could use if you're active in your child's education to complement and to sort of act as uh, just another outlet for your kid to learn. And yeah, I was honestly shocked at the number of apps that were out there and not just the quantity of them, but the quality. They were just so freaking good. (laughs) Yeah, and think about Duolingo, right? Something like that, where you can learn another
2: language for free via an app on your phone. Yeah, super cool. That's that's (laughs) crazy, man. At your own pace, however you like to learn. And I I love that because I took a lot of Spanish growing up in middle school, high school, in college. And right now, my Spanish is trash, dude. Like, I need to get better at it. I miss... I want to get better. I want to go, you know, be immersed in it. I want to, I want to be down in South America more and like using my Spanish skills, but they're almost non-existent at this point. So I need to download some Duolingo and just kind of start learning Spanish all over again and and get better at it because it's free and why not? And I just love that. If you're getting ready to take a trip somewhere and you just want to learn the basics or you want to dive deep and try to learn a full language, there's a free
1: way to do that. And it's at your fingertips. I wonder if they have sort of a competition-based version of Duolingo. Like, could we both start it at the same time and then sort of kind of try to outperform each other? Well, that'd be amazing. If so, let's do it. Yeah, I totally would. Like, I'm kind of into learning Spanish too, so. All right, let's fire it up. 2019. I'll take you down. Espanol. Si, senor. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say zero Spanish,
2: so you'll probably totally kick my butt. All right, Matt, the last category example we wanted to go over was general community resources. And so whether it be entertainment or culture-based or educational-based, there are a lot of free resources that you have access to in all likelihood in your community. And so specifically in the entertainment category, and there's like free concert series in lots of towns. Maybe there's like jazz bands that play on Friday nights at your local amphitheater or whatever it may be. In Atlanta, throughout the years, we've had a free concert series in the summer that would take place once a week for like six or eight weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. And there's also like free fireworks on the 4th of July and New Year's Eve, stuff like that. We had a tree lighting just recently in in the downtown yeah, in our- <laughs> part of our neighborhood. So just really cool stuff that if you know what's out there and you, you check your local paper, you check the website of your local community board you'll, you'll know what's going on. You'll know what the free stuff is. It's coming up and,
1: and you'll be ready to take your family to that stuff. That also makes me think of just festival season in the spring in Atlanta. Once it's, uh, once we hit Memorial day, there's basically a festival every single stinking weekend and it goes all the way into the fall. And there's just so much stuff you can do for free that you don't have to pay for. That's just kind of provided by the community. That's provided by the city. And yeah, take take advantage of those things. Yeah, my favorite part of those festivals is just
2: the people watching. Honestly, like just walking around and seeing just everybody out, and yeah. looking at, at the stuff the vendors have like it, it, it's not all about buying a bunch of stuff, but just hanging out at the festival for a few hours. We just,
1: we just have a blast walking around those things with, with uh, as a family. Nice, man. Something else that you can find kind of generally speaking in your community are tool banks. Uh, I know we've got one here in Atlanta. I've never personally used it, but I have used just online communities like Facebook are awesome for reaching out into your sort of local neighborhood in your community. And I've personally borrowed lots of tools that way. And I've also had folks borrow stuff from me that way. And so aside from having an actual organized tool bank where they keep the tools clean and you can go in there and check it out and stuff, kind of reaching out to your community that way is a way to save money and utilize that resource. Yeah, so we'll post a link. There's like a national tool library organization and
2: they kind of have a map of all the tool banks in the United States. So you can see if there's one in your area. I too have not used the local tool bank and probably to my great shame, it's because I don't do enough work with tools. <laughs> <laughs> I should work on that. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely borrowed some from friends and neighbors. That's just kind of nice to have. And I think that's another, just another great point just that we often don't use those resources. Like, posting in our Facebook community group to say, Hey, does anyone have an aerator that I can borrow? Cause I'm about to fertilize my lawn as opposed to going out and buying something, a quick post could save you, you know, big money on just oh, yeah. borrowing a tool for a day. I too have lent out my own tools and, and happy to do so for friends that want to borrow it for a weekend. I love the fact that I'm saving them hopefully from having to go buy something and, and hopefully other friends, you know, will save me from having to go buy something that I'm only
1: going to use, you know, once or once in a long while. All right, Joel. So that was uh, a few examples that we gave of resources that are free that you could be taking advantage of. So after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to cover some specifics. And these are things that you can do right now, right away, in order to take advantage of these free resources. Almost a decade
2: ago. And hey, I'm still kicking it. I very much hope that trend continues, Matt. And since then, I've actually added coverage via Policy Genius. And if you out there, you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance, think again. Policy Genius made it an incredibly easy process. If you have loved ones who rely on you and your income, Life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind, too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it happen now. That's
1: right. Yeah, and even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams.
2: So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
1: Hey, folks, it's Matt. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make HealthAid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: All right, Matt, I think one of the most important reasons to stress in why we want people to take advantage of these free resources is that oftentimes you're kind of already in some way, form or fashion paying for them. Right? The national park system, state park system, the library that's in your neighborhood, the local parks, those are funded by your tax dollars, right? So you are in in one way, you're paying for these resources to exist. And I think by not taking advantage of them, by not using them to their fullest extent, we're doing ourselves a disservice. We're leaving something amazing on the table that we've already paid for and we're putting it in the back of the closet, so
1: to speak. These are things that we're gonna discuss and they're not crazy complicated or super sophisticated, right? But we're hoping that by us <laughs> going over these things that and you hearing them, that you will actually take the steps necessary in order to, to actually take advantage of these things. So specifically your local library, go up there and get a library card. You need to check it out, see what they have, see what classes, what resources, what different events that they have going on. These are all things that will make your life richer it'll allow you to feel more connected to your community. And plus, man, it's just fun. Like, it's just a lot of fun. And then this is something that we've, like, our family has felt challenged a little bit, you know, by you guys, but to see you guys taking advantage of it, it's it's awesome. I, we see that and I think, man, yeah, we need to do that more often too. Why are we not doing that? And it's because you just don't think of it. Yeah. It's, it's not something that rises to the top in, in our sort of society. You don't hear people saying, yeah, we're going to go to the library. You want to come with us? (laughs) It's not like this thing that we do as, as families. It's not something I even really did as a single person. And so for us to kind of bring light to it and kind of shine a light on it, hopefully it's, yeah, it jogs people's memories of like, oh, yeah, there is a library like right there. I pass it every single day. Why am I not Going there.
2: (laughs) And oftentimes as you walk into your local library, Matt, there's like a bulletin board or a whiteboard or something like that with event information on it. And so next time you go into your library, check and see what events are happening at your library. There's also probably a posting of events on your local library's website. So check that out. It might not be happening at the library right next to where you are. Lots of times these libraries are in a system, right? Which means that you have access to books that aren't just at the library next to you, which is great, but also it might mean that you'd have to travel to an awesome event at a little bit bigger library, a little bit further away from here. Because like the library by us, it's awesome, but it's also pretty small. Yeah. So we don't have all the resources that a bigger library might have. How do I go to the library with a swimming pool? Oh, that would be nice. And the beer tasting. Uh. (laughs) Ah, All right, also Matt, we wanna encourage people to get outside. Check out your state tourism website to see what sort of events are going on or what park days are free to get into your state parks. We already mentioned, you know, the national parks and the free days that are happening and also the city hall for community events like the local tree lighting or a community festival.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to touch on that real quick too, when it comes to taking advantage of like the state and national parks. I think a lot of times people think, Oh, I'm not, I can't get out there and go hiking for, you know, however many miles or, Hey, I've got kids. How's that going to work out for me? We'll start small. Right. And so for us, we saw some families when Kate and I went up to Acadia national park and they had little kids hiking up the same freaking mountain that we were hiking up and And we were winded. (laughs) Yes, we were, man. I mean, Kate and I looked at each other and I thought, how the heck do we get our kids to do what those kids are doing? And what we realized after talking about it was that we just got to start small. And so, and that means starting at your local park and just walking around the park and then stepping it up to like a little small mountain that you can go visit for free. And then before you know it, then you can hit up the bigger state parks and then you can hit up the big national parks. We're actively pursuing that because we have a bigger goal in mind. Because our bigger goal is that we want to be able to take our entire family and go on these multi-day hikes, or at least some solid hikes. It doesn't have to be multi-day. If we want to go back and spend the night in a hotel, that's fine. <laughs> but to be able to get out there and have them enjoy it, not only to be in shape, but just for them to know that this is fun and to see why it's fun and to understand the time that they're able to spend out in nature and with their family. To us, we found that that's so important because Kate and I, we feel rejuvenated and we love that time that we get to spend together. And so we're, we're trying to start young and brainwash our girls so that they know that that's what is also fun right yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's great dude i love that
2: idea of starting small and working towards that bigger you know, mountain to climb and that's oh very good yeah that's super cool <laughs> so it just yeah, it makes me want to go do the same with my girls take them out and, and do a couple smaller hikes and just kind of get them used to get kind of break their
1: legs in as it were yeah exactly <laughs> but hopefully no actual broken legs <laughs> Yeah, Angel, you already mentioned, you know, to check out resources in your area. And that's the, the downside, right, is that some of these more local things, it's going to come down to what's specific in your town or your neighborhood or your county. You know, we all share the national parks, but whatever's happening on more on a local level it's going to come down to just what's going on around you. So be sure to look around and see uh, whoever it is that publishes a list of those free activities, uh, local happenings. Uh, oftentimes, it's going to be like you said, Joel, like a, a local bulletin board, maybe at the library. But if not that, you know, you've always got the paper. And a lot of times there's different entertainment periodicals and papers that exist as well, who focus on those different kinds of events. So be sure to pick one of those up if you haven't already.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, another easy way to kind of find out about local happenings is to ask your friends. I feel like I learn about so many things that are happening in our neighborhood that I didn't even know about before until my friends tell me or I ask, hey, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, we're going to this or this or that. That's so much of the way I stay informed is by just hearing what people are up to. And so I would, yeah, and just in Just by
1: being human, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: right, talking <laughs> to folks. So so yeah, ask your friends, ask your neighbors. Hey, what what are you doing? Hey, what's the last cool free thing you did in town? What are your favorite free resources you know, nearby where we live? And you know, starting to ask those questions and can make you aware of some cool free resources that you
1: had no idea that they even existed. Yeah, man. And you know, honestly, what I love about the different free resources is that they tend to push you out into the world, like out in the public, which is something that I love because I feel that so much of our consumeristic culture focuses on you as an individual. And so when you're making these purchases on your own by yourself without consulting others, you're just by yourself because you have everything that you need. And it leads to isolation and you're by yourself. And that's not really healthy as well. Certainly, there's introverts and extroverts. People have different levels of time that they want to spend around other people. But generally speaking, there is something incredibly healthy about being sort of pushed out into the world, being surrounded by your neighbors and like-minded folks and folks who aren't like-minded, right? Like this is all part of a full rich community. Anybody can take part in a resource that's free. And so you're going to you know, cross paths with somebody that you wouldn't normally cross paths with. Yeah. I think one other thing we want to encourage
2: people to challenge yourself and desire to grow, especially when you're using technology, right? Like the apps that we talked about or YouTube or podcast, There's a tendency to even use those things as a way to veg out or just mindlessly consume and considering like the vast amount of amazing resources that you have access to the amazing people that have so much information to give and they're giving it away for free. I would challenge you when you're looking at the next podcast you want to listen to or the next YouTube channel you think you want to subscribe to whatever it is. Try to find something that isn't just going to gratify your immediate desires to be entertained, but instead try to find something that is going to help you uh, to learn a new skill or achieve something that you've never achieved before or learn something that you've always wanted to know about, but you've never dove into it before. But now you have access for free uh, because of those internet resources. So challenge yourself to do that with those free resources because it's just really easy to abuse them.
1: Yeah, dude, I love that. Just because uh, there's lots of stuff out there that is free, Doesn't mean you should be consuming it, right? (laughs) I mean, essentially, that's what you're saying. But just because there's this unlimited buffet of entertainment, like cat—we were joking about cat videos earlier, but but seriously, just because there are probably more cat videos on YouTube (laughs) than I could even watch in an entire lifetime. Yeah, dude. Well, for me, it's it's less about the cat videos, and there's more of these sort of like crash videos that are popping up, like either dash cam where like a semi truck almost like tips over onto this unsuspecting Kia, like driving (laughs) next to it on the interstate, and I'm like, for me, that's yeah. It's less about the cats. It's more about the, the near misses that uh, kind of suck me in. If I was going to start a band, I'd call it Unsuspecting Kia. <laughs> <laughs> Could I play bass?
2: <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> All right, Matt. So let's get back to the beer. We're drinking Block 15 Brewing Company Sticky Hands. Sticky Hands. Sticky Hands brought uh, down to us by our friend Dale from Portland. But yeah, Matt, at the beginning of the episode, we each gave one word to describe this beer.
1: Yeah, man. Mine was Resiny or resin and uh, what was yours mine was floral floral you want to kick it off so floral yeah i just felt like this beer had a bouquet of smells
2: coming Mm -hmm. coming off of it which is awesome you just get a ton of hops you know aroma coming up through the nose you know i thought based on the smell that it was going to be even more dank than it was but i felt like the hop taste actually to me tasted a little more florally Uh, i've Mm -hmm. definitely had the pine the pine backbone but it also had like some nice floral it was light yeah light and and yeah it's super tasty
1: yeah, I'm with you. A lot of times when you like the danker sort of IPAs have a sort of a wet basement kind of a heavier feel to it, and this kind of sits light up there. But for me, yeah, it did have sort of a resiny. It got that classic kind of West Coast IPA where there's resins, piney. Uh, but I totally get what you're saying about the uh, about the florals though. It's a delicious IPA, and it's kind of nice having something like this too in the middle of the winter when we've been drinking some bigger stouts, some bigger beers that might seem a little more appropriate for the winter, but. Dude, I'll drink an IPA any day of the year. <laughs> any day, for sure. All right,
2: Matt, we're both on Untapped, which is an app that uh, is free for super beer nerds like yes. us. <laughs> they like to keep track of the beers they're drinking and see what their friends are drinking. What would you rate uh, Sticky Hands
1: on yeah, Untapped? Yeah, man, I think I would give this a 4.0. It's, it's not a style that I always gravitate towards, like more the West Coast IPA, but you know, it tasted great. Nice florals, like you said, and maybe because of the name, Sticky, you know, it kind of made me feel like there's just enough sweetness in there that kind of kind of pulled me in and made me want to drink another one. So yeah, I'll give it a 4.0. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought How it was... You?
2: I, I'll, I'll give it a 3.75. It's super solid. I, I agree. Yeah, it had a, a lot going on. It's really kind of fun to drink an IPA that's completely different than what we normally get. And
1: I really dug it. And so yeah, solid 3.75 for me. Yeah, great beer. All right, Joel. So the, real quick, let's go ahead and give our final thoughts. The whole reason... That we're talking about this is because oftentimes there are free resources out there and we do not think to use them. Once we do, we realize that it is just a much smarter and a more efficient way to use the resources around us. And as I mentioned, it'll save you a good bit of money. So be sure to take advantage of those free things all around you. Yeah, Matt, these free resources are just going to make your life better, really. So get
2: outside, find a list of free activities of the local happenings. You know, find that resource and tap into it. And also make sure to ask your friends, ask around of people in your community that you know are doing cool stuff, of your neighbors who you know are taking advantage of some of these free resources. Hey, how are you doing it? Where are you finding out about these things? And and what are some of your favorites? And those are great ways to kind of get started down the rabbit hole of finding out what free resources are available and then tapping into them because you don't want to leave these things on the table, right? They're free and they're awesome and they can benefit you in so many ways.
1: Yeah, man. And real quick, this actually makes me think of the episode we just did about talking to your friends and family about money. What a great icebreaker to actually start talking about money with your friends than just to talk about like what cool festivals are you going to go to uh, next week? Like when you have something like this in your real life that you're able to point to and ask about and share with your friends, then you can start those discussions about money and it's really easy to do. No doubt, man.
2: So uh, thanks everyone for listening. Our home on the web is howtomoney.com. We'll have links up for all the things that we mentioned uh, on this episode.
1: Yeah, that's right. And if you like this episode and have found it helpful, please consider leaving us a review. We would love to to hear how this podcast might be helping you in your financial journey. So consider leaving a review. And while you're there, uh, hit subscribe. All right, buddy. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out.
2: Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate
1: slides and seconds with Canva presentations at Canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, it's Matt here for HealthAid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick, I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the, the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.